Hey, welcome to episode 52 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, with me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, discussing the hot topics from the week. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern, and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and God knows what other podcast system has popped up in the last week, because <laughs> every time I check on our like marketing platform... There's another podcast that's uh, that there's like another platform that's pulled us in. Yeah. Uh, but if if you want to drop us an email as well, you can do so through sunfiretavern at gmail.com, which I haven't checked our emails this week because I've been very busy. Ollie, hello. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Been there's a lot, a lot has happened in the past two weeks for co- uh, yeah. for like content and games and stuff like that. Like holy moly, there's so yeah. much stuff. Like, it's been a busy few weeks, hasn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, um. Well, I mean, before we kind of go into what's been going on in the past few weeks, let's go over the agenda, mm. um, which is probably going to be a bit woolly because we'll probably end up going off topic about stuff that I've forgotten to add to it. Because oh, I'll, I'll be honest, I, um, recently when I'm going through the agenda, I'm like going through gaming websites and stuff, and they're now doing like hourly articles. Yeah. So it's really difficult to actually find the big news points. Mm. Uh, what we've got this week is we're going to talk about the big oof of GTA and the remasters. Oh, God, yeah. Which is just, oof. Um, the Game Awards 2021 nomination, so we can have a little chat about that. Uh, Project L, yeah. uh, Multiverses, Versus, Multiverses? Yeah, Multiverses, yeah. Uh, and Pokemon BDSM, uh, BDSP, sorry. <laughs> not BDSM. <laughs> that was not intentional. Um, of course, of course. Freudian slip, no problem. But we'll, also, we'll start with what we've been playing and watching. Ollie, what have you been playing or watching this week? Oh, well, uh, what everyone's been watching apparently, which is Arcane. So, um, Arcane finished this, over this weekend, um, and I watched the last three episodes last night, um, and yeah, fantastic. Have you managed to watch it yourself? I've watched the first three episodes. Okay. Uh, has, has everything been uploaded? Is it all up now? Yeah, it's all out. So, the oh, fir- okay. whole first season is out, um, and also they have announced a season two. So... Yeah, I saw, I thought that was announced today, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was, well, it was announced very recently anyway, so I don't know if it was I mean, today. I saw or it today. Before, I saw yeah. it in the news today. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're, Riot is rolling straight into making, you know, producing season two, which makes perfect sense considering how popular this has been for them as a company. It's a smash hit, isn't it? Like yeah, it's, it's done it's super well. Yeah, like even people I've talked to who don't even play League of Legends or didn't even know what League of Legends was, um, are like super into it. So oh, yeah, like, well, super enthralled by it. So, well, this is the thing is is. I've always had this kind of like opposition to League of Legends and particularly towards Riot because they were always our competitors when I was at Blizzard because mm. um, we were always trying to do like, you know, our characters are also real and they've got all this backstory and stuff and Riot were like, yeah, but ours would look really cool and they've sort of got a backstory but we don't really tell it. Yeah. And now Riot have done exactly what we were trying to do at Blizzard, which is like make this cross-platform, um, like multi-channel uh, storytelling. Mm. And they, they've they done what, um, um, I mean, unofficially Blizzard were, this is actually known as well, like it's public information, but Blizzard were planning to do like an Overwatch TV series and a movie and all that kind of stuff. And Riot have just gone, you know what, we can do this. And they've done it and they've not only done it, they've smashed it. Yeah. Yeah, they smashed with, it out of the park with this absolutely beautiful art style. Like it's the same art style that you see in the um, the Kada video. Yes, uh, uh, which Katie, I love. Do you mean KDA? That's exactly what I said, Kada. Yeah, you're just, you're just <laughs> it. It's my microphone. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, um, but no, so so I've watched the first either two or three episodes, and yeah. I've I'm just in love with it. It's such a great show. It's great. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I won't I won't talk much on it since you haven't seen it, so I don't want to spoil it for you. But it go, it's really good. I really like 
how they've given all of the characters like a fleshed out backstory in the amount of mm-hmm. time they had, uh, which is phenomenal. And all of the little nods to people who've played League of Legends and all the little hints to like what could be happening in season two and the things that they kind of, and also just like other champ like references to like other champions that aren't really featured in the series, uh, I think is great. But also on top of that, so um, going, keeping on top of with the riot stuff. So uh, I started playing. Um, Ruined King this morning, which is um, King. What's that? Yeah, so it's Riot's one of Riot's first. They have a publishing arm now called Riot Forge. Uh, oh to, yeah. To yeah. publish their so to kind of give uh, third-party studios uh, the League of Legends IP. So Ruined King has been in development for a while. They kind of went like just dark for a year, like not didn't announce anything, and then when the second act of Arcane came out, they just kind of went like, oh yeah, and here's the game, um, which is crazy. Uh, so I've downloaded that, that on Switch. Is that a like Diablo-like game? No. Or so no? okay. So so it ha- so here's how the game works: is that uh, at its core, it is a turn-based RPG. So okay. you know you have your champions with abilities, and they've got like a really interesting sort of turn-based. Like it's it's turn-based, but there's kind of like a bar at the bottom, like a timer, to show like when it's a person's turn. I think it's. Done, been done in like similar JRPGs. Like I know there's a Final Fantasy game that has that kind of thing, um, where but it's basically there's a late there's like a bar at the bottom that's visualized with portraits of showing when someone's going to act, and you can do things that will manipulate when people act. But the other cool thing that I've seen that this game has done is that when you battle in certain areas, uh, there might be like an environmental hazard. So for example, there'll be like an it'll put an area on the bar and being like, if you take your turn in this area, you get poisoned. For example, which is That's a really cool. it, it's a really cool mechanic. Like it's really interesting. Um, also, it seems like they're really playing into like the League of Legends characters and kind of like the layers of depth there, where there's passives and you're applying status buffs and debuffs to characters and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I've only I'm only about like an hour in so far, but it's really good. Uh, also, the anime like I'm playing it on Switch, uh, so it's a great travel game. Um, and the animations in it are great. They're so good. Like on the same level as Arcane, as in like the attack, like the battle animations are on like the same level as Arcane so far as for me at least. Is it, is like, it on the Game Pass? By any chance? Uh, uh, unfortunately, I I don't think so. Unfortunately, because I'm I'm looking at it now online. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, like, it it's great. Looks... Yeah, like, I'm I'm into this. Like I'm I'm going to enjoy this. It reminds me of a game called. Okay, it's gone from my head. Uh, Battle Chasers Night War. Is what it looks like. I've to definitely me. heard of Battle Chasers before. Yeah. Um, so Battle Chasers you can get for a, like less than a couple of quid, and I think that is on Game Pass. Uh, it's a similar sort of style, similar sort of graphical style as well, and and very similar gameplay. Mm. So it's it's like somewhere in between an action RPG and an RPG. Yeah. Which is a weird place to to be because surely that would be what the action RPG is, but never mind. Yeah. Um, so, so so on the cool. ac- on the action RPG part of it is that like when you're roaming around the overworld. Kind of similar to like you know how it's done in Persona, the Persona series, where you're kind of moving around a map, and yeah. then you can attack the enemies first to get like an an initiative bonus. But mm-hmm. it's kind of hinting as well that there will be more interactions with the overworld. Like you know you have abilities that you can do to maybe manipulate things. Like I'm sure uh, if they're playing into the whole thing of in the turn base, there's like the sort of hazards. Uh, and stuff like that in in the world. Maybe you can do abilities to create hazards that help you, for example, or something like that. So, um, yeah, I'm really interested to see where it goes. Uh, I know all of the champions that are going to be in the series, and it's kind of like a weird uh, 
they they basically just got a, like a ragtag group of different champions from different regions that you wouldn't really expect to be together because they're all from so many different things and they all kind of come together and i guess it's kind of the story of like how they all like yeah how they all end up in the same place with the same goal so that would be interesting to see at least but it's doing it's of you know riot is clearly playing way more into their lore and their world building stuff because this is really fleshing that out as well because arcane was focused on the region of piltover and zorn but this is uh, fo this seems to be focused in like Bilgewater and the Shadow Isles. Bilgewater is kind of like their pirate-themed area, and the Shadow Isles is kind of like their like ghosty, uh, weird phantom area kind of thing. Um, and it's kind of explaining the story behind those two places and how they interact and stuff like that. But it's really cool. Uh, so far, so I would recommend that. Um, I mean, it's uh, I've just looked at it and I'm like, yeah, this is for me. Yeah, it's great. This is absolutely for me. Like, I would love this. Yeah, so um, that's what I've been playing. I guess on top of that, I've kind of been been playing, being still going through Haven uh, with with my pal, and that's going... It's Harvin, going actually. Harvin, sorry. Playing Harvin. Playing Harvin. 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 Yes, uh, and that's been great so far. We're still really enjoying that. Um, and... I actually haven't had a chance to play League of Legends in a while, and that's because... And the new season has started, so there's a lot of changes. Which is kind of crazy, yeah. I, I guess I guess I, I guess I'd be kind of busy. But oh, I played the new Mario Party. That's what I've done within these two weeks. Oh man, that game's so good. That game is so good. The this is Mario's Mario Party Superstar something. Yes, yeah. So it's yeah. like a best of of like they basically took all the best mini games and the best boards from across the series and then redid them with uh into you know the Switch level of fidelity with uh online multiplayer and they've added like some like sticker systems and stuff like that but the game is great like if you enjoy Ma if especially if you like played mario party when you're younger like they've done a really good job to capture the nostalgia and you know i was playing i was playing it with uh my brother and our mutual friend who i've known since i was you know like five or something like that and we used to play mario party we've i've played like every version of mario party wait, with them wait, essentially. you've known your brother since you were five no my brother's friend <laughs> Oh. Our mutual friend. Yes, yes, I have known my brother since I was a wee lad, <laughs> five years that's such, that's such old. That's an odd thing to say. Yes. I've known my brother since I was it's five. It's like a tragic backstory where I was separated from my brother before the age of five years old. And Did then you both we... have amulets, like half an amulet each. And you exactly, and we, we, we yeah, met yeah. on the battlefield, and then we, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we realized and we combined them, and that was yeah. it, yeah. And then the sister-sister theme played, and you were actually two characters from a Nickelodeon TV show from the 90s. Exactly. Which was terrible. Yeah. And then yeah. we played Mario Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, As yeah. you do. I've, so on, on that, I've heard nothing but great things about this Mario Party yeah, game. It's great. It, it's the same problem I have with all Nintendo games, though. Why is it 60 quid? Yep. Like, this should be like 20 or 30 quid at the most. Uh, um, yep. But I don't know if, if you saw the Black Friday sales. Um, all of the no, Nintendo games in the US went down to 30 pounds on Black Friday. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, yeah, but it was just for a couple of hours. It's mm. all gone now. All gone. Damn. Damn. But yeah, so that was cool. Missed out. But yeah, um, I guess that's... Re that's mostly what I've been watching. Play. Oh, I, I guess I started watching a bit of anime again. Uh, I'm watching Demon Slayer season two, but uh, whatever weeb shit. Oh, no, no I know this anime. isn't the place for weeb shit. Maybe no. we should have a weeb episode at some point. I'll or need to bring on a guest that is also a weeb. <laughs> I'll have I'll start my own spin off of the Sunfire Tavern. Uh, called like I don't know. Uh, called the Not Allowed in the Sunfire Tavern. Yeah, Not Allowed in the yeah. Sunfire Tavern. Banned. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah, so what have you been uh, playing and watching, Clark? Oh, God. So, um, I gave in to Temptation, unfortunately. Oh? So, 
uh in the past two weeks i've had a bit of a turnaround in my situation uh, i've got a new job uh i'm in a good relationship with a, a very lovely boyfriend now um so i've been kind of thinking you know what i don't need to be too careful with my money anymore because now i'm okay again so i bought an oled switch uh. <laughs> and my xbox series x turned up which i was going to sell because i had no reason to use it but it sort of like snuck out the box when i wasn't looking and plugged itself in and oh, downloaded yeah. all the games. i've heard it does that it yeah. does, and oh my god, is it a premium console? Mm. It it feels like like a triple A console experience mm. to the nines. Like it's fantastic. I'm playing Forza on it, and you can literally just tap the on button on the controller, and you are straight on the road. Like there's no loading. Damn. You're just there. You're just driving, and then you can turn it off. Um, come back a day later, put it back on, and you're you're back exactly where you were like instantly. Damn. So I've been playing through the Game Pass stuff. Been playing a little bit of the new Halo Infinite, which, by the way, is <sighs> fucking amazing. Yeah, um, I I've only pl- I've been meaning to play it because I played through the tutorial and downloaded it to play with friends, and then like we kept missing each other, so I never got a chance to like sit down and actually play it. Cause it's that, so good. Yeah, it's it looks great. Like I've only heard good things about it. So. And I'm hearing the campaign is incredible, and I get the campaign with the console. It's just not launched yet. I don't. Yeah. It might have launched in the past few days. I haven't checked because I've also been playing a ton of Switch games as well. Because I've been playing Pokemon BDSM, whatever it's fucking called, the <laughs> the, the, the BDSP the remake. BDSP the, the remake of uh, Diamond and Pearl, which yes. is brilliant. Diamond and Pearl. We can talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Um, I have been watching Friends for some reason on Netflix, um, which oh. is really odd because uh, like a lot of my like mutual friend groups are all watching Friends at the same pace as me now. Yeah. So something in the last few weeks has obviously, like, they've had a marketing push of some description on Netflix, and we're all watching at, at the same speed. Hmm. They're all at the same episode, which is really odd, because none of us have talked about it until it came up in conversation a few days ago. Yeah, it seems Which planned. is bizarre. Almost. Very odd. Um, I'm also playing um, a little bit more of Minecraft Dungeons, which we're really enjoying. It's, it's a bit limited, but it's, it's fun for what we've got. Um... Played a little bit of the new Metroid. Oh, dread. Which is which is great. Yep. Can't I can't say anything bad about it. It's fantastic. Played a little bit of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh god. Do not download those games. Oh god. Um Well do if you're looking for something very specific, but we'll get onto that in the next Yeah, episode. we'll get into that in a minute. Um and what else have I been have I been playing? Uh oh Animal Crossing, a ton of it, because since the 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 expansion launched, it's so great. It's just given me so much like to the minute gameplay, but mm. the the only the only downside is 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 Animal Crossing pretty much perfected the sessioning uh, of the game. So you came in, you did your half an hour a, a day of work, and then you don't really have anything else to do, so you log out and you come back the next day. Yeah. Now your average game session is two hours because all your dailies and all your content stuff takes about two hours to finish each day, which is a bit much. Sounds like what diehard Animal Crossing fans wanted. Well, you would think that. But it actually gets a little bit tiring because you start to then see how repetitive it is. Because it, it yeah. reminds you how repetitive it is every day. Because you, you start to get bored. Yeah, and that got... was one of the tricks of Animal Crossing is you never played enough to get bored. Yeah. There's a great but... uh, Game Maker's Toolkit video about this. Of the whole thing about you protecting gamers from themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's That's what Animal Crossing pretty much perfected. Yeah. Uh, and now it's broken it. Um, because like the, the coffee shop's in there, but you now realise that the coffee shop is you just go in, sit down for a minute, have a cup of coffee, and then you leave, and that's it. So, emulating real life? Yeah, well, it, that's the idea. It's, it's to give yeah. you this minute of calm. Because okay. uh, they, they do a similar thing in the Paper Mario game on the Switch. Um, 
uh, what's it called, Origami King. Yeah. Uh, where every now and again you'll just find a coffee shop and you'll sit down and just have a cup of coffee. And the 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 idea is you sit in the coffee shop with all the nice noises of a coffee shop, so like clinking of cups and like you can hear coffee kind of going like in the background. Yeah. And it's just quiet, but it's quiet in a in like a bustly cafe. Yeah, in a, in a comforting way. And you just sit there and you hear the character like take a sip and they kind of go like, hmm. And they make a little comment about the coffee and then you just carry on with the game. So. Yeah. I know it sounds silly, but I've quite no, enjoyed I mean, those little moments in the games. Like it's it's nice to have those little seconds where you go, you can actually reflect on the game as well. Yeah, it's a brief you... moment of respite. Yeah. Exactly, yes. Um, and Animal Crossing has kind of broken that with the expansion because what it's actually done is it's given uh, a year's worth of like steady content in one go. Yeah. And it's just too much to like. Uh, it's. It, I, mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but you've been given too much buffet and not enough time to eat it. Um, <laughs> Which is which is weird, um, but yes, yeah, so I've been playing that and and obviously just playing everything that's on the Game Pass and also, um, so the Rare Collection, uh, the Rare is it Rare Remastered or whatever it's called the the you know what I'm talking about the Rare Replay Collection. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blast Corpse on that collection is the ultimate version of that game. Oh yeah, like by a landslide, like. So the controls are way tighter. I've actually played it side by side with the N64 version of the game. Oh, really? And it's, it's, it's the same game. It's it's still the N64 version. It's just the controls are tighter. Um, the, the 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 graphics have been slightly tweaked. Like it's just slightly upscaled. Nice. Um, and it just plays so much better. And it's so so. And I've been playing so much of that. <laughs> I love that game so much. That and Banjo Kazooie on the Rare Replay is pretty much worth the Xbox Series X for me. Because mm. you can you can only really play it on that. You can play it via cloud on the pc ultimate yeah. game pass is, but it's not great is the re- is this the same rare replay from the one that was like from like xbox 360 like yeah, ages it's ago? that one okay, exactly cool, that cool, yeah, cool, yeah. So they just got like perfect straight. dark and it, oh, it, it nice. just, yeah it plays straight but that they've made some minor tweaks to the gameplay and they, they've just tightened the game up like mechanically right okay okay you know like they've they've tightened some of the nuts and bolts behind the scenes that's all they've done uh, but it just plays What's so that? much nicer. And I was playing a bit of Blast Court, and I was like, "Yeah, this is this is it. This is the game." Yeah. Mainly, mainly because I was playing the Sideswipe or whatever it's called, the the bulldozer. Oh you know yeah. What we yeah, talked yeah. about the other day with the, or the the dump truck, whatever it's called. Oh, like, it's Sideswipe or something. Sideswipe. Side, yeah, 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 I was yeah, playing yeah, that, and I could yeah. actually use it and control it. And oh, fantastic. The buildings and stuff. Mm, so, okay, yeah, so here uh, you said you were playing. Okay, so I guess you said you were playing it p- alongside the N64 version. So I guess you've got the the reference point. But I was going to ask. I was like. How much of it do you think is that the controls are improved, or that you're just a better gamer? It's a combination of the two, and I would say that marker is very much in the middle. Because mm. um, he's bigger than you. No, so the controls are definitely tighter. Like, yeah, that's unquestionable. And the Xbox controller is lovely, mm. but I'm using the same controller on the PC, and it, it plays differently when I play it on the emulator. Which is on the on Project Sixty Four. Awesome. It's sluggish. It's slower, um, and it, it doesn't feel as responsive. Yeah. So absolutely, the best version is the Rare Replay. So if you want to drop a couple of hundred quid on the Xbox Series X or <laughs> less than a hundred, uh, less than a couple of hundred quid on the Series S, get the Game Pass and then get Rare Replay. <laughs> you know, I was recently, you know, so I've been playing Haven on PS Four, and it is reminding me that I bought that PS Four. Um, like seven years ago, and I'm like, it's time. I was like, because I was planning to not buy a next gen console, but then I was like, eh. 
Maybe? It's time. It's time. You think so? I'm also looking at Haven. I've got this installed as well. I haven't played it yet, but it's, it looks a bit like Xenogears a little bit. Uh, I've heard no? of Xenogears. I don't think I've seen it, though, so I, won't, I can't give you a reference point. But uh, It's a fun game. I think it's a good game. Uh, I'll give it a try. It's it's on the Game Pass, so there's no reason for me not to try it now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you uh, if you're playing it for free, yeah, just definitely give it a shot. If you if it's not your thing within like the first hour or two, then I'd say yeah, probably drop it. The but... the other weird thing is I also played Marvel's Avengers. So here's something: the first game that actually installed on the Series X when I when I left it overnight was was Avengers. Yeah. So I I turned it on in the morning, played it, and I was like, actually a bad game. Mm. It's not. It's actually enjoyable. I remember there was a lot of controversy around it. There was because it was a shitty game as a service title ah. that that absolutely flopped on every single level. Ah. Um, but it's an enjoyable game. Cool. I, I can't I can't say more than that. It's it's I'm just enjoying it. Yeah. It, it's not great. It's just good. Okay. Like a yeah, five out of ten. I would say like closer to a seven. Okay. Um, okay. And the other one as well is Sunset Overdrive, uh, particularly the Xbox. Um, when I'm playing it on the Xbox, not on the PC. Yeah. So smooth, so so solid, just just perfect. Mm. Like it, it, you can't fault it. But, and we move on to our next point, which yes. is GTA. I downloaded the GTA oh, remaster, God. and it's the San Andreas uh, one. Yep. Oof! My goodness, goodness gracious, what? What in God's name happened here? Have you played any of it yet? Uh, I've seen all of I've seen the montages, and I've heard about in the news about some of the stuff that happened with it. But also, like, so yeah, give me give me your first account. What's what you know your first hand account of the game? Absolute horse manure. Like it's the mobile versions of the games that have been heavily upscaled through AI. Um, Are you serious? So that that's exactly what's happened. They've used AI to upscale everything and, and like round edges. Oh god. So one thing that's just made me laugh and, and beyond all and you've heard about all the glitches and the stuff like the yeah, car. Yeah, I saw the the wide car thing. And, yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. But I the heard... best one to me is there's this place called Nuts and Bolts and it's a it's a donut stall. Yeah. Called Nuts and Bolts. And the, the image is a giant donut and then a smaller like uh nut next to it, like a car nut. Right, okay. Like a, you know, like a hexagonal shape. Yeah. Because the algorithm has rounded everything, it's rounded that as well, and it's just two donuts. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I mean, of all the things it messed up, it messes up something as as simple as that. Um, and it, 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 to That's me, it so just perfect. goes to show it's so bad. It, it just goes to show that um, you can't beat a QA team. Yeah. Oh yeah. You absolutely can't, and you can't beat a development team like robots. They maybe in a hundred years' time, robots will get there and do everything, or maybe in fifty years' time, who knows? Well, it's because they're missing right context, now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I... they, they they do what they're told, mm. but they can't look at it and go, "Does this make sense?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like oh, um, you told me to do it, I'll do it. Yeah. But yeah, so the, the big controversy with GTA is that uh, they did this, they launched it, and then they took all of the PC versions offline. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah. What the fuck, like. So you don't actually have an option now, right? Like you have to play this shitty remastered version. You you only have this version. So they took the originals off, but they have now turned around and said we're putting all the originals back in a bundle, so you can get them as a bundle. Oh. Um, and anyone that's bought the remasters will get those versions as well, completely for free. And I'm like, that's not for free. Yeah. You're just giving them the versions of the games that already existed. Yeah. For people who are buying supposedly the better versions, which they're not. Holy um, moly. 
but people are now likening it to cyberpunk which i think is correct yep. because it's it's a complete flub it's it's terrible yeah um, like rockstar need to do some serious backpedaling on this and go back and say okay we're going to take this back to square one and rebuild it from the ground up because this hasn't did, worked did you also this hit hear that on the switch versions of the game they accidentally like pushed the entire like source code <laughs> Like they leak the entire source code and like internal there's, tools and shit. There's more. There's more. So not just the source code, but they actually, I think on the PC versions, it may have been on the Switch versions as well, they also launched with all the licensed music, which is not just bad, oh! it's illegal. Yeah. So it wasn't playable in-game, but it was in there as MP3s. Got them. Got them. Yeah. So, so it wasn't just um, like sound files that had, like, had to be decoded and stuff. They've literally just given away all the music tracks, which are, I mean, that's big bad. Yeah, right? that's, uh... <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. It's just a complete... So what had actually happened was, is one of the algorithms had gone through and just disabled the music, which is exactly what it was supposed to do. Yes. Didn't didn't remove it. It yes. just disabled it. Disabled it. Yeah, so it left it all in. So it was all in there, and it was completely easily accessible. There was no decompression or anything needed. It was just sitting there in the folder. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, nice, so nice, there you go. If you want to get some free, cheap music, get yourself a free <laughs> GTA. Uh, but, like, so um, it's one of the most reviewed bombed games in history now. Yeah. Um, well. Well-deserved, because this is awful. Yeah. This is just another example of, like, Hey, this is not how to make a video game. Cash grab. Yeah, this is a cash grab, and you fucked it up. I mean, um, not a cash grab, but on the same topic of uh, games that are being likened to, to Cyberpunk 2077, is uh, Battlefield 2014. Well, okay, seen... I'm glad you said that. No, um, so I've I've noticed that Battlefield is getting review bombed. Yeah, and it's popping up in the news. I just haven't read the articles. What's happening? Tell me. So I think it's a combination of your standard gamer age of people being like you removed all of the previous the features from the previous battlefield games and we're not happy about that but i think there's also like another there's like multiple layers of this so i think there was a bunch of like issues in the beta that um weren't really fixed uh so the game is kind of like really buggy or at least like the the public perception is that it's extremely buggy like i've watched some gameplay from some friends and like uh youtubers and stuff like that and the game looks looked fine to me but then or like in these videos but then obviously there's all these compilation videos of showing all the bugs and stuff like that and to be fair they are some real bad bugs like real bad like you know clipping through people just clipping through walls uh tanks just falling out of the sky you know, uh, respawn bugs. Like I saw a bug where someone stabbed someone and then teleported halfway across the map. <laughs> like I don't understand how encoding that works, That's but amazing. you know, like <clears throat> it's it's just kind of a mess, right? Like, like I think the main thing is that it's bugs that are like very clearly visible. As in, like a QA team would have played this and been like, "Yo, it's kind of." obvious and also the whole and also because they had the beta as well right and these bugs were probably in the beta as well though i didn't hear anyone complaining about it at that point but um yeah so it's being review bombed because also ea you know ea's already got a negative rep so yeah um that's why it's just basically getting review bombed also okay. the other really poor timing unfortunately for battlefield is that it's going up against halo like Halo Infinite. Yeah, which, which is smashing which it. Which is smashing it, yeah. And it's yeah, free. Yeah. yeah, it's like, pay $60 for a broken buggy mess that 
has a bunch like you know that has obviously the the current zeitgeist of being a bad game and not doing well even if the actual game itself is like decent like i haven't played it myself but you know it seems like a fun game to play with friends you know that or i don't know free to play halo that seems to be working great like you know the the everyone seems to be saying like it's just a blast to play with friends like obviously it's got all this nostalgia as well from people who used to play like halo 3 like getting the boys back together in the warthog you know that kind of vibe but also that like the actual gameplay itself seems to be solid and you know vehicle dumb vehicle fun you know it's it's doing what it's doing it's doing its job right it's getting people back into halo and the cross play of like pc and xbox as well so yeah it's a shame because I think Battlefield is a great series. It, you know what? I've heard ba- people really like the Battlefield Portal thing of like being able to play um, like all the different modes and all the different maps from the previous Battlefields. But then the other sad thing is that people are realizing they're like, "Oh, I'd much rather play like Battlefield 1942 than yep. play 2042." So <laughs> it's a it's a weird ass world, isn't it? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it's just, it's strange. Um, but yeah, uh... but yeah. So I mean, we've, I think we've talked enough about um, <laughs> about the remasters. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for updating me on the the Battlefield thing because I, I didn't have a chance to kind of check up on that one. Mm. But the uh, the next the next point is the Game Awards twenty twenty one. Yes. Uh, do, have you done any reading on what the nominations are? Or anything Honestly, yet? no, I have not. But I will. I'm gonna go have a quick look. Well, um, I, I thought what what would be cool is if we could go through them now. Okay, um, sure, yeah. There's quite a few. There's like twenty of them, but we'll blast through. Yeah. Um. So let me just load up. I'm loading up my voting platform. Uh. One second. Yeah, bring, I'm opening up the website. So it's uh, is it it's the Game Awards. Thegameawards.com. Right? Yeah. Cool. Yep. Is it, it? This is the one that's hosted by Jeff Keighley, right? Yep, and his lovely boots and <laughs> his, his lo- manhole. Do you remember his manhole? Oh yeah. This <laughs> is me. I've got my manhole. What, Jeff? You've got your what? what? Sorry. Huh? Huh? Excuse yeah. me. Excuse me. Sorry, Jeff. I didn't hear you say that. Uh, that was hilarious. Okay, that was, I got... mean, that I'm so glad that's been memed as well. Um, so I'm just like, for some reason really slow. Uh, right, so we have Game of the Year, and the category, the selections for Game of the Year are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village. We are missing some key titles in that selection there, yeah, I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I um, think for me, like, so I don't think I've played any of the games in this list, um, but. For me, just from like watching things and hearing hearing things, I feel like it it takes two should definitely be in the running. Yeah, um, that's who I voted and, on, and I've yeah. not played any of them. I mean, I played a little bit of Resident Evil Seven, but uh, sorry, Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, um, I mean, look, the only reason people would vote for Resident Evil Eight is because of Big Booba Lady. So big, yeah, Big Dommy Mommy. Mm. Yeah, Goth GF. I think... I think that or um, Psychonauts would have been a good choice. Yeah, I've heard Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart was really good as well. I'm not incredible. Yeah, I'm not a Ratchet and Clank. um, Yeah, I haven't played them, but I think like you know graphically and fidelity wise, they look it looks fantastic. I'm I'm not sure if it would be a game of the year for me because Ratchet and Clank have been consistent throughout. So Mm. yeah, whatever. Okay. But then the next one is best game direction, and the choices are. Deathloop, It Takes Two, Psychonauts 2, uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Returnal. Um... So I'm starting to sniff something here. I don't know if you're following the same theme. Okay. Um, um, well, you know, it's only two. This is, it's only mm. two categories. 
Um, well, no. Uh, what would you go for with best direction? Like, I mean, I guess I haven't seen what Psychonauts looks like, but I feel like Psychonauts is well known for having creative, like you know, creative, like creatively looking really cool. I guess Death Loop is actually kind of interesting in terms of like the concept execution. Eh, I didn't play it, so I don't know. But um, I saw my brother play it. I think it looked cool, but mm, mm. again. So, best narrative. Uh, the choices so, for best narrative are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Psychonauts hmm, 2, hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, hmm. and Life is Strange True Colors. Okay. So, that one All is right. Life is Strange to me. I haven't played it, but I've played the previous ones. Mm. It's on my list to play, but I feel like that's going to pop on the Game Pass very soon. Okay, so, we've got three games for three categories. Okay. Yep. I, 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 um, I feel like we are missing some, right? Like There's them. a lot missing. I mean, yeah. we're missing um, uh, that game that I wouldn't shut up about, the one with the uh, raven. What you play as the crow, the death one. Death Store? Uh, death Store, yes. Thank yeah. you. Well, I feel like they're, they're, they're purposefully not putting in indie games for these big No, big no, 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 because best art direction. Okay. We've got Deathloop, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Keener Bridge of Spirits, and The Artful Escape. Huh. Which is a, I mean, that's an easy one for me because oh, I yeah, didn't like the Artful Escape. It yeah, was, you love that game. Blew my mind. That game it was so good. So uh, then you move on to best score in music, and you've got <laughs> Deathloop, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, why uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Near Replicant version one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine, which is the version we all love. Good patch. Uh, good and then patch. the Artful Escape again. So I voted for Artful Escape. Yeah. Of course, Ooh. I don't think any of those other games make any sense for best score in music. I haven't. I mean, Near is well known for having a really good score, but I haven't. He- I haven't heard the one for Near Replicant. But so, the ones for Automata was. Fantastic. I'm glad you said that because I've just downloaded the Ultimate Edition on the Game Pass. So it's called like the Gods Edition or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Automata. So I'm give that a try. Yeah. Well, I've, I've not played. I played like an hour of it or whatever. So I'm going to give that one a full. It's very through. anime. So then for best audio design, we've got Deathloop, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, Returnal, this? Resident Evil Village, and Forza Horizon 5. I, I guess I'm acting surprised, but I feel like this is kind of normal. It's so shitty, isn't it? It's normal for game the Game Awards, right? To just kind of right, have the it's, same... It's clearly been sponsored, is what's happened. Like, th- th- there's, there's money exchanging hands here, because this is stupid. Like, this to me doesn't feel like we're voting on anything anymore. It's just like... Which of the five games have had the most money poured into them? Because these are so. all like AAA titles. Yeah. Um, and then it goes into like best performance, and it's a load of people I don't really recognise. Like obviously, John Carlo Esposito is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the lady who played Lady Dimitrescu is in there. Maggie yeah. Robertson. Um, Juliana from Deathloop. I, I would say very good performance. Uh, Jason Kelly also from Deathloop. He played Colt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the main character from Life is Strange playing Alex, uh, who is a woman called Erica Mori, who I don't know. Mm. Um, but it, again, weird choices. Uh, games for Impact. This is where the, we start to get <gasps> the indies now. So we've got uh, Death... No, we haven't got Deathloop. Um, yeah. Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend <laughs> Dungeon, Chicory, which is a game I've been super interested to try out. Yeah. Uh, Life is Strange True Colors and then No Longer Home. Um, so I have played Before Your Eyes. Uh, in this okay. category, that game uh, made me cry. Um, oh, so it's a really good. Cry. It's a good game. It's a really good game. Um, okay. Boyfriend I would... Dungeon. I played a little bit. I was a bit disappointed by it. It was a bit boring. Mm. 
didn't think much to that. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm pushing through a little bit. Oh, no, 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 of course, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, best ongoing game. We've got Apex Legends, Final Fantasy Online, Fortnite, Genshin Impact, and Call of Duty Warzone. Hmm. I feel like we're missing a few games from that category. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, which... I feel like Apex has been killing it this year, to be honest. But Apex is really catching up. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite is just I mean, top Fortnite's tier. Just, like, yeah. Yeah, so I voted for Fortnite, even though whatever. Yeah. Final Fantasy Online is smashing it because it's fantastic, and they've got an expansion coming out mm-hmm. next week, I think. Yeah. Uh, I might be wrong. It might be soon. Genshin, I could not give less of a shit about, but obviously that smashed it. And Call of Duty, mm. don't really care about it anymore. I'm kind of do- yeah. done with that franchise. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like World of Warcraft is missing. Um, League of Legends is missing. Um, th- there's quite a few titles here that I think are very important and are missing. I think, like, yeah, I, I guess the thing is, is, like, League of Legends hasn't really added anything that's, like, crazy. You know, like, they haven't, like, completely changed the gameplay, I guess. No, like, if, true. If you were to go through, like, preseason, then maybe, but it's even not that. It's not, like, nearly the same level as, like, you know, like, a whole new map in Apex or, like, yeah. a whole new, you know, for anything that Fortnite does. Like, what the fuck, you know? Mm. So, yeah. But I, I think fair. I think I think that's fair. I think I think... Because I, you know, I've played some of these games, so I can at least give like a little bit of like a yeah. I, th- I think that's okay. I think that's a fair list. So well, the next indie. one was the one that I spent the most time deciding over because it's right. got three big choices for me. So it's best indie. Yeah. Uh, and this gives us twelve minutes. Keener Bridge of Spirits, Loop Hero, Inscription, and Death Store. Mm. You know which one I've voted for. Yeah, I think you vote. You've definitely voted for Death Store, right? I did because that game needs to. But the world needs to know how good that game was. It needs to be on everything. I want it everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but inscription uh, is yeah. is getting continually amazing reviews. Yeah, it's it's great. It's yeah, just a good I still haven't played it. I'm mm. still waiting to play it because I've got too many games and no, not enough time. Yeah. And yeah. Keener the same thing. I haven't played that, but that got amazing reviews. Mm-hmm. Loop Hero is the one that I think is the weakest because I did enjoy it, but it's a very it was really popular for like a hot for like a hot minute. It was really popular, yeah. and yeah. I think it is a good game. I think it's just kind of like. You know these kinds of um, roguelike when it's just a roguelike game kind of thing. Where, you know, like yeah. they only go for so far these days. I think cause there's it's so there's so many of them. Yeah. Right, but that 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 one was very limited. Like mm. there was very little to it. Yeah, um, I thought twelve minutes was all right, but yeah, uh, twelve minutes I don't think was worth an award though. It was fine. It just wasn't great. Mm. Mm. Um, then the next one is best mobile game. So you've got uh, obviously Genshin. Mm-hmm. Uh, League of Legends is here. So you have got Wild Rift. Yeah, Wild Rift. Uh, yeah. Marvel Future Revolution, which I uh, could give less of a shit about. Pokemon Unite uh, and Fantasian. Yeah, I'm sure so, Genshin is gonna either Genshin or League of Le- like Wild Rift. Yeah, I think Wild Rift will take that. Yeah, I think Wild Rift will take that one. Uh, or yeah. Genshin. You're right. Yes. Um, yeah. So best community support goes to Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy Online, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. I think No Man's Sky might get that because they have been smashing it in the yeah, last year. Yeah, I feel like they have a very strong community right the people who are still playing no man's sky are really into no man's sky. yeah and they've done a really good job in the last few years as well mm, mm, for sure and then you've got innovation and accessibility i can't really make a comment on this because i don't really know yeah me neither unfortunately. On, but that comes with far cry 6 forza horizon 5 guardians of the galaxy ratchet and clank uh, and then the veil shadow of the crown so i don't really know how to comment on that because good I that they've got an award really... for this though yeah no i'm glad to see that that's getting highlighted as well yeah Sure. Uh, best VR and AR, we've got Hitman 3, I Expect You to Die 2, Lone Echo 2, Resident Evil 4, and Sniper Elite VR. I really want to play VR, sorry. I really want to play Resident Evil 4 VR, but it's Oculus exclusive, and that makes me very sad. Yeah. But, well, um, I, might be, I might be getting a uh, Quest 2 soon. So. Yeah, I've not played any yeah. of the other ones, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah. 
Especially, I, I, I expect Zion One was really good. Yeah, I played them both. They're, they're both great. Yeah. Uh, the next one is best action game. So we've got Back for Blood, Chivalry Two, Deathloop, uh, Deathloop Far Cry 6, Six, and Returnal. Uh, I think Deathloop uh, might that one. Yeah, I think Deathloop yeah. will win. Yeah. But yeah. Um, then we've got Best Action Adventure, which is Guns of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, and Resident Evil Village. I think Metroid might take that. That was my thought. I don't know if yeah, you've got a different Yeah, I think it's about one. time for... As in, like, I think, given how far through the categories we are, yeah, I think Metroid Dread would take this one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know what Nintendo fans are like. As soon as they see a Nintendo game, it will win. They're, yeah, they'll just click on um, so. Yeah, so Best Role-Playing, we've got Monster Hunter's Rise. <laughs> um, shut up. Cyberpunk 2077, Scarlet <laughs> Nexus, uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5, and Tales of Arise. I think uh, that's a different category. Like, there's some good good ones there. I think Cyberpunk's going to take it, dude. No, I'm joking. I mean, you know what? Actually, you know what? Genuinely, <laughs> it might. It might. Uh, I, my personal vote would be Monster Hunter Rise. Though I have... Scarlet Nexus did look cool. It does look like a weeb game. But, yep. um, you know. Although, Shin Megami, Shin Megami Tensei, Tensei 5, 5 is getting ridiculous reviews yeah like, i've heard it's really good it's incredible yeah it's really good but also runs really poorly on switch yeah unfortunately. and then tales of arise is just amazing we've seen it it looks beautiful yeah have you seen much of tales of arise yeah, yeah, yeah i've seen it yeah that's great. gorgeous that game. i'm waiting for that to come on game pass mm-hmm. <laughs> uh best fighting game i haven't played any of these so uh... demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba the hinokami chronicles <laughs> Strive, Guilty Gear Strive, yeah. Melty Blood. That's in there. Yep. Melty Blood. Melty Blood. Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, and then Virtual Fighter Five. Uh, I think Strive will win this pretty handily. I think Strive. Will yeah. Win. It, it, so you also have to think of what's in the zeitgeist at the moment. So what are people talking about? I think Strive will win because, I mean, like the meme, the meme answer is Nickelodeon. But I don't think Nickelodeon... Like, Nickelodeon was really hot, then it came out, people played it for like two weeks, and it's hot. dead. It's dead. It's dead game. There's no voices. We yeah. talked about this. There's no it's voices. It's dead game. Yeah. Well, so... we talked about it because the characters didn't. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Best Family Game is one that I thought was a bit weird. Because um, this has got um, some titles that are just a bit bizarre. You've got It Takes Two, which I don't think I would class as a family game. Mm. Mario Party Superstars absolutely is a family game. New yes. Pokemon Snap, not a family game. Uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, again, it's a single-player experience. And WarioWare Get It Together. I still want to. I still haven't played WarioWare Get It Together. That's, I'm, that, maybe that'll be my Christmas average. game. That'll be a game to play on over Christmas. I don't know what to vote for here because none of these are really family games apart from Mario Party Superstars. So obviously that one be the one that gets the yeah. The Mario Party Superstars will be the one for me. Yeah. I think that's game. Um, so and then we've got best sim strategy, which is where my boy comes up. Uh, we've got Age of Empires four. I had to work out Roman numerals in my head mm-hmm. there. Uh, Evil Genius two, Humankind Inscription, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. I think AOE four takes this. I think it will, but I hope Inscription takes it. I want Inscription to get as much highlighting as possible. I think, okay, um, here's my take on this. I think Inscription is a fantastic game. I don't think it's the best strategy game. Because even though it is in the veil of a roguelike card game, I don't think it is the best strategy card game, yeah, if you know fair. what I mean. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic okay. game, but I guess that's kind of pulling the veil back a little bit. <laughs> but but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think AoE 4 takes this. Pretty, okay, pretty so then we've got Best Sports and Racing, which is F1 2021, FIFA 22, Forza Horizon 5, Hot Wheels Unleashed, and Riders Republic. The, I've only heard... The only one that I would vote for here is Riders Republic, because I've heard people say it's a good game. Uh, I think everything else is like... I mean, oh no, Forza 5. 
I heard Forza 5 is going to say. I've sorry, been playing Forza sorry. 5. I love it. So here's the yeah. thing. Um, Forza on PC is lovely. It just the loading time is very slow. Forza on Xbox Series X, like I said, is instant loading time, but you have a bonus. And it's that you can use Spotify as your soundtrack. Oh, that's and sick. And it, it just makes the game. Like, it absolutely makes the game. I don't know why it's not an official function, um, but it's, it's incredible. I love it. But, licensing. Yeah. Uh, best multiplayer, Back for Blood, Knockout City, It Takes Two, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim. I feel um, like Valheim's going to win this. I hope Valheim wins it, but I think Back for Blood might, or Knockout City. It might, yeah. Oh, Knockout yeah. City's dead. So I don't think so. I think I think okay. I, I think Back for Blood could win it if it's going for like the you know you're, they're just trying to you know the the popular not the popular vote but kind of like the industry vote. Let's say yeah, yeah it's like that or it takes two. But I think Valheim is probably the one that. Yeah, I hope so because Valheim did smash it. It was a great game. Yeah. Um, and then from here on outwards, it goes a bit weird. It's like content creator of the year. I've never heard any of these people. I think Dream um, wins, unfortunately. Dream is in a guy yeah, with Dream. Weird uh, I, I, the, I, so I only know Dream and Foosley. Uh, Foosley's cool, yeah. um, but Dream is, I think, in the zeitgeist right now, and all the Minecraft stands will vote for him. So. Okay, I don't know who they are, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, then there's best debut in indie, which is going to be Artful Escape. We don't need to read the rest of the title because it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Artful Escape. And if it oh, Valheim. It's got Valheim, Sable, Kina, and the Forgotten City. By the way, Forgotten City, very cool. I'm enjoying that, and it's on Game Pass. Cool. Very, very cool. Um, most anticipated game, Elden Ring, Elden God of Ring War, Horizon, uh, Breath of the Wild 2, I've, maybe, I've been, and I've, Starfield. I mean, Elden Ring wins because they revealed the Elden Ring, like they revealed Elden Ring gameplay, and that game looks fucking great. And all the tech, and they'd had the technical test, and all the like Dark Souls, like, like Soulsborne YouTubers and content creators got to play it, and they're all frothing at the mouth for the full release. Uh, the game just looks great, so I th- I think personally, Elden Ring will take it. Also, Elden Ring has been the most anticipated game for a long time. <laughs> so but I do think there's a high level of hype for Breath, Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, I mean it's it's a no, tough I, category. I'm hoping all of them. So yeah. all of them have me in this one. And Starfield is one that I'm really excited about because potentially that's going to be the same experience I had with Skyrim, yeah. which was months of amazing gameplay. Also, a mutual friend of ours is, is playing Skyrim for the first time as of this week. Oh, wow. Um, a lovely chap, a little OG that we both know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's loving it. He's really enjoying it. And it's a game I didn't think he'd get into, but he's mm. given it a chance and he's really enjoying it. So I'm, I'm enjoying hearing him tell us about like his tales and stuff in the games. So that's cool. I f- yeah, I feel like that's um, going to be quite a wholesome experience of hearing someone's first time yeah. through Skyrim. Well, cuz he's yeah. playing the like the penultimate edition as well so it's all cleaned up and nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is good. Uh so then we've got uh best, best esports game. I mean I mean League of Legends, yeah. Valorant, Dota, Counter-Strike, Call of Duty, do we care? No, I think it's between League of Legends and Valorant right now. Uh, I'm not sure Counter-Strike and Call of Duty do have a massive audience though. Yeah, I don't think Call of Duty esports has been calling it though as much as like uh maybe CS. Uh, okay. Dota, I, I think it deserves. Obviously, it deserves a spot. I don't know. I don't know enough about Dota to be honest. But like, I think Valorant has been killing it in terms of like esports. But um, League, obviously, you know, it's the biggest game. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so then, then it moves again into weird categories, which is best esports athletes. I don't know any of these people. I don't know if you do. Uh, I know Showmaker. I know Showmaker, Simple, and Tens. Here. 
I don't okay. know who Simp is. Or uh, I didn't vote in any of these, so I, did, I didn't know any collapse, of them. Yes. Simple is from CS, I'm pretty sure. Or Val and and or Valorant at this point. Tens... Oh, it tells you underneath their names. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't tell me. It's not saying it for me. But, um, oh. Yeah, tens... oh, no, no. So, sorry, I'm on the next category. I've clicked forward. Oh, ten... the tens, is, tens is for Valorant and Showmaker is a League of Legends player. So... Okay, well, I didn't know who to vote for, so I left that one. And the same for esports team. I don't know mm. any of these teams either, because these have all changed a lot since I was managing esports teams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were managing a lot of the stuff for Overwatch League. Yeah. And there I knew the teams because it was like London Spitfires, uh, Shanghai Dragons, all that kind of stuff. I knew that stuff, but yeah. I'm a bit out of that uh, conversation now. So Just as long as uh, FaZe don't win, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> and there's best esports coach, same problem. Don't know any of these people. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow, Kid Comer's there. Oh, cool. And there's best game. esports event, uh, which <laughs> I don't know I how mean... to vote on this because I don't watch esports. So. Yeah. Uh, not, not say esports is bad. I love esports, but I just haven't watched it recently. Yeah. You have to be um, into the games, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, so I didn't know what to vote on here. And that's it. That's all the categories for Game Awards. So we'll have the results next week. Yeah. Um, I said if we do take another week off, which I think we'll probably have to because I think next Monday we're going to be busy. Yes. Uh, we'll do a Game Awards special and we can go over how much we hate all the categories. And yeah. we can talk about the things that Kevin reveals said. And the reveals. Yeah, and, so. and we can talk about Jeff Keighley's hole as well. Which of he's course. Got, his, of course. His manhole. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that was the Game Awards, and I realise we're probably going to be tickling over time as we go on now. Um, but I thought we'd take a little bit of a time to talk about Project L, which I'm sure you know what that is. Yes, 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 yes. Go on, Arlene, take the floor. Go on. Okay, quick Project L moment. So they revealed they revealed, they revealed more about Project L, which is the League of Legends fighting game that they've been working on. So as part of, like, when Arcane came out, they they were like, here's some other stuff we're working on. So they showed off, they showed off like what project l is looking like right now uh they have pivoted into a tag based fighter which i fucking called it i knew they were going to do it because i like it yeah it so it's yeah so now it's a 2v2 tag based fighter it looks super fast paced uh they're playing with like they're designing it with like easy inputs which is what if in previous episodes i've said that that's probably what they're going to do uh, so it's like just directional based so there's no like special moves like you don't know, have to do quarter circles or yeah, yeah. dragon punch motions or anything like that it just seems to be all button mashy now like yeah yeah, yeah. so so it'll probably use uh kind of, yeah kind of like a auto com- or like a easy buffering combo system so you just need to like tap out the, the button combinations and not really mm. time that much stuff or at least the timing is going to be there for the people who want to get like the super optimal combos yeah uh so yeah i think it looks really fast paced they showed off some gameplay of echo he looks fucking sick uh, he's got like a rewind mechanic, like he has in League, but um, and also has like a projectile that he can like hit with his hitboxes. Uh, looks super fucked up. Uh, the mix-ups are gonna be messed up. People are gonna get real. People are gonna get washed. People are gonna get uh, absolutely destroyed by him. Uh, and it's gonna be great. So it's gonna be really yeah, good for works. people who are playing Echo. It's gonna be really good if you're playing Echo. If you're trying to defend against Echo, uh, just pray. Uh, good luck. But okay. Anyway, passion aside. Uh, I think it's really good that they're pivoting to like a 2v2 game. I'm hoping, or I'm betting on, that what they'll do is... Because traditionally in a 2v2 game, uh, you know, you, it's still one person controlling both characters, right? Like, you'll call a, you'll, you'll mm-hmm. press a button to call in your assist, kind of like a NBC. But, uh, or Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, but I think what they're going to do is they're going to make it so you can queue with a friend. So, you know each one of you takes control of one character so you have the person who's on screen fighting and then the 
your friend will control when to tag in or when to like call in the assist. So that way it's going to help people who like, you know, for example, I, I think it's going to help a lot of people who don't play fighting games, but know someone who does play fighting games and, you know, vice versa to get them to play together. And I think that's one of the biggest ways that league and other games, like other riots, other multiplayer games have gotten really popular because you can play it with friends. And that's something that's, a problem for fighting games or i think it's a problem that needs to become like needs to overcome so i feel like this opens up that space to allow people to get their friend like you know play with a friend kind of thing and that will also help reduce the salt and the sadness of like when you lose on your own because you know now at least you have someone to take the loss with and be like ah it's cool man we'll get him next time or you can blame your teammate like league i guess i wouldn't but feel free to um but yeah, so I I'm really excited, and also the net code is going to be fantastic because, uh, you know, the Cannon Brothers are going to be there on it, and yeah, I, with I the... actually saw the video about the net code, and yeah. it looks really really interesting. So instead of going through like eight points, yes, it's going point to point. Which yes, is quite they're cool. using Riot Direct to try and minimize yeah. the amount of um, uh, latency. Yeah, the, minimize the latency, and you know, you also use rollback for long long distance games. So yeah, uh, great, fantastic. Just give it, give us the beta. Let us play the game. I know they said they weren't going to release until like 2023. That's fine. But basically, everyone in the fighting game community is like frothing at the mouth. They are so it's hyped. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of the franchise. Mm. I'm in. Like, I'm so. Yeah. I really want to play that game. It looks really, really fun. Yeah, looks great. I, I think they, they did the video was they said all the right things to get uh, fighting game people on board. Like, you know, the whole thing of being like, we're not designing a game for noobs to beat, you know, new, new players to beat the pros, but we're trying to open up the skill level at all levels, you know, open up the fun at all skill levels, uh, which is like, yes, fantastic. That is how it should be. You know, you want to have it so people are people who are new to the game are still enjoying playing the game with, like, new people or even people, like, a little bit better than them. But, you know, you don't want to sit here and kind of, like, have, like, someone who's never played you know, a fighting game before beating guy who's put in 3,000 hours because then it shows, like, it's kind of like a coin flip, right? Because uh, I know Street Fighter Five had that problem and it kind of killed the game at the beginning, unfortunately. And it does sound gatekeepy and weird, but it kind of plays in this whole thing of, like, honing your skills shows that, you know, it shows that it's worth it to get better and invest time into playing the game. Yeah. If you know what I mean, right? So yeah, that, that's it's it, that's what I'm getting from what people are saying about it as well. So I had a little read through of what people are talking about, and yeah. it seems people are very excited about it. Yeah. In, in that respect, um, I am very hype. I kind of want to. I'm I'm tempted. Uh, you know, I've always been thinking in my head of like kind of maybe going into like content, like trying my hand at like helping people get into the game, like a content creation kind of thing. So like I really like the idea of you know. So you heard me say a bunch of random terms, and you're like, those are words. Those you are know, words. Yeah. 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 So yeah. like I I kind of want to make like a you know hey here's a bunch of fighting game terms of five minutes. If you're coming from not a fighting game, you're coming from League of Legends. Here's a bunch of fighting game turns in five minutes that you're going to hear. Or like, you know, when you watch other creators, you know, when you're watching your combo video tutorial or like guide on how to play uh, Jinx, you know, and they're going to be like, Jinx's rocket is plus five on block. And that means that you have pressure and then you can get a hard knockdown and set up for Oki. And then, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you're just sitting there going, what the fuck is they speaking a different language? I mean, they are. But yeah, but it's kind of help people to 
understand the terms and the concepts behind fighting games, especially when because I feel like this game is going to have a lot of people coming in who have not played fighting games before. So uh, I'm interested in doing something like maybe making small videos like that, which would be cool. I don't know, uh, but yeah. So cool. Yeah. So it Hold like me to it. it Hold <laughs> me to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am very excited um, about it. So, so then, as we're kind of pushing on time here, we've got two more points. We've got multiverses to talk about. Oh um, yeah. I'd be interested to hear your opinion on this one. Like, what do you think of? Have you seen much about it? Yet? I'm gonna be honest. I have not seen much of it, and I think that might, as in, like, I've not personally looked into much of it because of how Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl kind of went. Uh, in the sense of being like, there was so much hype, and everybody was really excited, and you know, and then we kind of played it for like two weeks, and then it's kind of dead, you know. So mm-hmm. I wonder if this game is going to be the same thing. I know it has the weird thing of being like, hey, you can play as Arya Stark versus some other random character from like a like a cartoon, but like, eh. I guess this is it. I need to actually watch the gameplay, I guess, and see. Yeah, but... I've watched it. It is the most soulless, boring, uninspired-looking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's yeah. so shit-looking. Like, it, it genuinely doesn't look like anything. Great. It, it it looks like someone, some rich executive has just sat there and gone, uh, money, uh, money, please, money, just money. And, and they've gone, okay, what about quality? And, and the guy's just responded with, money. Um, and they've gone away and come back with this, and the, the executive's just gone, yes, money. Um, and they've made the game, and now now they've brought it up and showed everyone what it is, and I just looked at it and just went, this is nothing. Like, there is nothing to this game. And it seems that a lot of people that have um, kind of already reviewed the, the trailer and whatnot are saying pretty much exactly the same thing. Like, it doesn't look like anything at all. Mm. I, I was excited by the concept of it, um, but, like, it looks like the Batman is, like, um, a, a knockoff version of Batman. Uh, the Arya Stark is just ridiculous. Like she doesn't look like anyone. It it, it doesn't make sense. Oh, I'm getting crazy about it. It just looks <laughs> bad. <laughs> but no, I'll, I'll be interested to see how it goes. But I, I'm not hyped for this at all. Yeah. It, it looks like everything that's wrong with games as a service, like it rolled mm. into one. I mean, it is free. To, it's free to play. Yeah. So it's Fortnite, and I've spent a fortune on Fortnite. Mm. <laughs> but Fortnite mm. has quality as well, so we'll see. But I mean, multiverse is definitely the word of 2022, I think. Yeah. Um, because we're going to be seeing so much multiverse bollocks, and we're going to be sick of it by the end of the year, I think. Yeah, we'll see um, what happens. But, yeah. but on a positive note, Pokemon BDSP came out uh, last week. Uh, I got it for 25 quid because I'm really good at getting deals, nice deals on, nice online deals. now. Good deal work there. So this was from Shop 2's eBay outlet. Uh, for one day, they did a price drop down from 50 to 25. Mm. Uh, and I thought the game wasn't ever going to arrive, and it arrived before all my mates got it on Amazon. Damn. <laughs> so I got it before them, and for half the price. Um, it's great. It, it's it's the original um, uh, Diamond and Pearl with beautiful... Like, it's the same feeling I got when I played the new Link's Awakening remake. Um, yeah. they, they've made a beautiful... like. Uh, upgrade to the graphics it's all chibi style it's lovely uh, it works really really well the music is lovely the gameplay is great uh, it's just a bit more difficult than i remember because sword and shield were very easy um and it's taken some of the old mechanics and kind of revamped them a little bit that sounds you know, like it... what people kind of wanted right from the yeah, it, it's, it's great I, I feel like i'm playing i feel like i'm 13 again yeah um uh, but it, it does do a bad job of kind of introducing some of the updates to some of the mechanics so like for example if, if I mean, you've played original Pokemon, you used to have to go to the PC in the Pokemon Center to access your Pokemon and change them around. Yeah. You can also do that in a field, but the game doesn't tell you. Oh. 
So for like the first three gym badges, I just kept going back to the PC to like rearrange my Pokemon. It was only because I accidentally uh, tapped R while I had the Pokemon screen open while I was out in the field that I was like, oh, it's the same as Sword and Shield. They, they've moved the mechanic forward. So, so what they've done is they've left all the original mechanics in the game so you can play it as the original. But they've modernized but, it. Like they've added, no, they, they've added like they, they've added like a new tier to all the mechanics. So you can engage with a new tier version if you want to. Okay. The the only one they haven't is the XP share. So XP share is now turned on by default from the start, and you can't turn it off. Yeah. So so everyone levels up at the same speed. So you do t- tend to over level quite quickly. Okay. Um, but the game is difficult. Uh, it's fun. It's beautiful. Like it, it's great. I'm very happy with it. Highly recommend it. Awesome man. Um, I I I have a question for you about XP share because sure? I'm kind of out of the loop in terms of Pokemon, but uh. I know that there are some people who absolutely hate XP share, or they think yep. it makes the game... Is it that it makes the game too easy? Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, so the traditional way of playing Pokemon is that you have uh, a very over-leveled Pokemon at the top of your party and all the rest will be under-leveled. Yeah. And what, what, you'll, what you'll do is every battle, you'll start with the Pokemon that you want to level, and immediately at the start of the battle, you'll switch out to the one that's strong enough to, yes. to defeat the opponent. Yeah. So that Pokemon is tagged as getting XP, but it never takes damage and never does damage. Right, and um, the XP is split evenly between all the people yes. who participated, right? I think it's even. It, it might be that the main Pokemon gets a bit more. I don't know. Okay. But it appears to be even because all my Pokemon are pretty much the same level. Yeah, because I remember um, having to do that in the older games when I was a kid. But... Yeah, all it's done is just remove that stupid thing of like flipping in and out your Pokemon at the start of every battle. It's just taken about two minutes out of every battle, is all. Right, okay. Like, so... it's. I like it. I like the XP shit, but I couldn't yeah, understand sounds... why people would just want the option to turn it off. Yeah, it's. I, it's al- I, I mean, there's obviously more strategy behind like splitting the xp between the ones that you want the pokemon that you want it to have want to have it obviously the actual doing that is going to be annoying as hell to do so that you know they just have a button which like split even you just do that right then fine yeah but yeah um yeah because i always felt like i feel like it's a good mechanic or at least the idea of it because you know they have they've added to a lot of modern rpgs i'd be interested to see if it's in uh uh, Ruin King. I haven't gotten to that point yet where I have multiple <laughs> champions. Be interesting to see. Uh, but you know, in t- you know, they added it to like Persona Five, uh, which is great because I remember in Persona Four, it was kind of like you planned your main party, but then no one else yeah, got XP. Of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they just Final Fantasy Seven is the same problem. Yeah. So you just kind of have your main crew, and that's it. Whereas Persona 5, they made it so everybody kind of leveled up at the same time, even the ones you didn't use, and then added yep. the whole thing about, like, you know, you swap them in and out during battle, so yep. everyone actually got a well, chance. They added that with Royal, didn't they? Yeah, in, in Royal. Yeah. It was in it was yeah. in base Persona 5 as well, so, but it was locked behind a social link, which was a questionable right, decision. Right, that's why I never got there. So, yeah, a questionable yeah. decision. Um, But yeah, I was like, why is this just not in the game? <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, yeah. But yeah, okay, so cool. I just wanted to know because um, I've just heard people talk about XP share a lot. But yeah, yeah. The, the only thing they've added that's been kind of um, causing a lot of like conversation is this thing called the Grand Underground. Right. So you can you can create a hole in the floor and jump into this like underground cave system where you can catch Pokemon that don't usually exist in this uh, this generation. Oh, um, okay. Because one of the big problems with um, Pearl and Diamond, I keep forgetting the name of the original games, Pearl and Diamond, mm. um, is there wasn't enough fire types at the start, and you actually got owned by the um, grass? the grass gym. Dungeon. I think yeah, it was yeah. the grass gym, yeah. Call it a um, 
But However, generally. my second encounter in the game was a shiny Geodude. Oh. A natural shiny, uh, which is hilarious. And I've never really played with a Geodude before because I just find the typing and the setup and the look of the Pokemon just really boring. So I just ignored it. <laughs> it's a floating um, thing with two bicep arms, man. It is also so broken so broken <laughs> it has great. it has this thing called a thing called rock throw or, or stone toss or something that makes any flying pokemon land on the ground and it also has bulldoze which is one of the like highest high, highest effective moves against the most pokemon yeah so i've just been using those two moves the entire game <laughs> nothing has stopped That's me. It. you don't like, need anything else just no i'm one-shotting everything oh it's God. so powerful um, so yeah, that's been fun. Uh, but yeah, that, that's uh, that's Pokemon BDSP. Highly recommended. What does... um, I, I, would, I wouldn't say it's a ten out of ten. It's an eight out of ten, but it, it's a solid eight out of ten. Okay. Sorry, I'm just looking at what Geodude evolves because I completely forgot because I've seen Geodude. Uh, okay, he then evolves he goes into Graveler and, Graveler, then, and then Golem. Yeah. Oh yeah, go this yeah. dude. Okay, yeah. Sorry, it's been well, a while. the shiny version. So the shiny version of Geodude is gold. So yeah. he, he looks like a, a like a gold rock. But then Graveler, he looks like a lump of shit because he turns brown. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> And then the golem is the it's the same colouring as the golem from the animated series. Right, okay, cool. Which is kinda cool. So I've just got the golem and I'm I'm happy with that. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's a great game. Cool man. Well that's good to Um, But yeah, I mean that that's been our podcast this week. I don't know if you've got any final points before we close up and do the socials. Uh no, I've just yeah, it's been a it's been a good chat. It's been a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a few bits we've kind of skipped over because obviously um, the game awards thing did take up a lot more time than I thought it would. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of categories. But... Yeah, but this has been episode 52 of the Sunfire Tavern, which is our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we like to talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, uh, with me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, discussing the hot topics from this week. This week, we've been talking about uh, Pokemon DV- blow up B- BDSM, or whatever it's called, uh, <laughs> Multiverses, Project L, which is the new fighting game coming up from the Riot. people who make League of Legends, Riot, yeah. uh, the Game Awards 2021 nominations, and the big oof that was the GTA remasters and also all the stuff that we've been playing and watching. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us, you could do so on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern, uh, and you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and God knows what else that we appear on now. <laughs> uh, and if you want to drop us an email and you want us to read something out on air, you can do so through sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Ollie, awesome. it's been great this week. Yeah, it's been fantastic. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next we'll see you next episode. I can't say next week anymore. But yeah, next episode. <laughs> whenever, whenever we get around to recording. Yeah. All right. See you. Bye-bye. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.